no one's risen me up in a long time. My stomach is turning. Can I? Can we kick him from the call? Yeah. Do I have when that I power? Teaching, when I was Jordan, teaching, you've been voted <laughs> off the island. When I was teaching, I used to because like trying to annoy my kids. Oh, I do have that. I always, I'd always be things that like, <laughs> like, hey, kids, that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Sickos Committee Welcome podcast. Welcome to the Sickos Committee podcast. started i like how we have a cold no we started with that we already started (laughs) welcome to the sickos committee podcast this is commissioner escalante no no No. this is our podcast for this is part two podcast this is part two of 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 tuesday december 2nd two for one special i know i i told you guys in the last episode things were going to get weirder and i'm pretty sure they're going to devolve very that's gonna i got another drink folks We don't even have we don't have any fun mascots to talk about this last one. Yeah, I we mean, do. Tony yeah, the Tiger. Did. Yeah, justice for Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Oh. So do you, you all know he got he got run off of Twitter, right? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because the furries no. came after because the furries came after him. Mm, the furries yeah. were like being way oh. too horny on Maine. Oh boy, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh yeah, that's they were yeah. they were after Tony's uh, frosted cakes. Oh boy. <laughs> I shouldn't have got that second drink. Or maybe I should have. Who knows? Uh, That was good. In case you listened to the last episode, (laughs) I will say it again. I want to say thank you to everyone who donated to our charity drive for Iowa, for the uh, Community community Crisis Center in Iowa City. We have raised almost $18,000 for their food pantry. That's amazing. We are so completely just blown away by y'all's generosity. And how much you supported us and Iowa through this whole season. The notes we've gotten in the emails, people have been sending us emails saying, you know, this is for my family who went to Iowa. This is for my brother who went to Iowa. This is for just the joy that Iowa football has brought me this season. And we get it. We love y'all so much. Thank you so much for everything you guys donated. It's been great. And Kamish and I are working on making sure everyone get who's sent us an email Gets their little little surprise. Once I figure out how to mail merge it without cutting off the last line, I don't know how I'd do that. I have no I'll idea. It um, it, it, whatever. I, I, pro- I, I promise you, I know how to mail merge. If, I promise if, you. No, it, seriously. If I got to copy and paste whatever into this label word format, the, the only thing that works to get these things out, I'll do it. Um, I love, I love the dedications from the uh, you know the reporters. Uh, I, I'm sorry, the, the donators, not the reporters, but like somebody's like dropping like gifts that says you sickos. Uh, another one is just Iowa and it's a bunch of corn. Uh, I mean, like really is like, we will beat Iowa's points per game and donations hold strong sickos. You did it. You did it. Whatever you anonymous, whatever you said, uh, you, you definitely did it. Brian may be leaving as OC, but hopefully Iowa can just be as sickos next season. So, I mean, that I shows so. like, like again, I, I got to get my ass up to, to Iowa City to a game. I, I got to do the Kinnick Wave. I got to say hi to all of you. I want to wear a punting is winning shirt. I want, uh, you know, a live, laugh, punt shirt from our store. I may just get one of those and, and just go out there 
and and just hand out live laugh punt stickers to everybody in in the area because i mean you know you Ooh, can we make a can we make a tifo do they do tifos for college football maybe like in a, what? a tifo a tifo what is a tifo okay okay t- i know what it is those- it's, yeah, thank you. Okay, perfect. Like, you know, we're European soccer fans. Um, shout out to, you know, the we, even though me and Jordan are like bitter rivals in the English premiership, but it's a TIFO is just like a giant, um, like imagine like a giant flag that one side of the stands holds up and it's just like an image. Okay. So instead of yes. like the American yeah, flag it. over mm-hmm. the, you know, American flag over the thing, it's just like the stand that holds up like an image. And okay. I w- we would love that, like one side of Kinnick stands just hold up, uh, punting is winning or live, laugh, mm-hmm. punt, uh, you know, or let's uh, or maybe some, make it some, some we, flip cards. We salute the Iowa touchdown, uh, you know, something, America needs farmers, uh, you know, Iowa needs farmers, which it pisses off Iowa state. Um, perfect. Uh, it, 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 I love another donation. It says the, the SOCON commission, the Southern conference commission is a sicko. So I don't know if the commissioner of the Southern Conference is a. Sicko. I would I would wager I would wager so. Uh, yes. I would I would do God, it. So. Um, uh, did you? Speaking of Iowa State, I, I reposted the nuclear power plant ranking list, and Iowa State people got mad because apparently the the original fuel for the first atomic bomb was either refined at Iowa State or Iowa State had something to do with it, and so they were like, "Well, we should be on here the highest because we helped." Create the whole damn thing. So no. it, people got really weird about look, that. Once look, again, look, Colorado, I got, I got I more mileage off that. Colorado School of Mines was mad that they were not listed on this Wikipedia page either. it's not their reactor. It's, it's not, not their, their reactor. reactor. They don't own it, even though they just maintain it. Like whatever. Like they work in it. I, I know that Tennessee also, if we're just going to get into the whole, you know, process of creating the nuclear bomb thing, which is very on brand for 2023. Um, oh, but we're in 2024 now. Anyway, Tennessee also had had a lot to do with that. I know oh, that they yeah, were Oak Ridge, a, big part of Oak Ridge. Exactly, yeah. Oak Ridge. Yep. Yeah, Commission everyone should go to Iowa football homecoming. They're playing Northwestern on homecoming. I've oh. I almost I almost made it to the Wrigley Field game this year. Uh, I really wanted to go, but I could not pull that off. Uh, I really, really wanted to do that, but I, I was unable to do that one. Um, uh, one more shout out uh, f- for a donation. I want to say that. Um, you know, this kind of leads into the previous episode. If you just listened uh, yesterday or whenever you're listening to these podcasts, uh, there are 23 pla- flavors of Pop-Tarts, plus two more for our brave tart who gave his life so that we can enjoy the memories. Rest in peace, Strawberry. <laughs> I don't I don't remember which one of us came up with Every Man a Wildberry. But, <laughs> but that, that was one of my favorites. Emaw. Every Man a Wildberry. Emaw. <laughs> so, so with me, me to, so with me tonight as always i have commish i have pick girl we have special guests andrew and Catherine and arthur on the ones and twos pick girl how are you ma'am i didn't even have to yell at you to remember to introduce I'm everybody learning. So i am doing so well tonight i'm learning i'm so proud of you oh, him too God. Catherine, how are you can't complain having a great night Catherine is is from. uh, Oh yes, she's she's from somewhere. Catherine Catherine does things. Catherine does things in in real life. Yeah, Catherine, what's your real life? This on the previous podcast. (laughs) This podcast, we didn't mention that. Ah, no worries. I am uh, a freelance editor with the Athletic. Um, so you know, editing things, commenting things, doing all that jazz. She's a a a Cajun seasoning connoisseur. 
She prefers Slap I Your am. Mama I over Tony Satcheries. Yes, Slap Your Mama, Villeplatte, Louisiana, The Walker Family. Get it right, get it tight. You said you said Tony's is too salty, I believe. Is that what you said? It is. It is too salty. It doesn't have the right ratio of spice to salt. And I think that you just are better off using Slap Your Mama because if you use Tony's, then to get the proper amount of spice, you're just going to have over-salted food. Okay, good to know. So I gotta get slap your mama. Slap Can you make y'all. a Tony? That's the one. Someone's made, a Tony- Someone's made a Tony's Bloody Mary, right? Like that's I, I have. Yes. Commission. Oh, yes. Commission. I'm from New York. I'm not calling it slap you Slap you. <laughs> ah, forget about it. Slap your mama. Forget about <laughs> it. Slap it over here. Slap your mama over here. <laughs> like like they say in Boston. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm walking here. You dare you? I'm gonna fucking chop his balls off. <laughs> get some slap your mama on my fries. Dunk, the stadium. Come on. Get the clam chowder. The chowder. Go park, Mish, how are go you, park your car. Uh no, I'm great. Um I don't I don't I want to give a shout out to uh Squirt. The grapefruit soda. The drink. The drink? The the okay. grapefruit soda. I want to give a shout out to them. Um I've been I've been enjoying some uh, mixed drinks with some squirt this evening. So, uh, what do you put with squirt? Whatever you want. Tequila, yeah. and you make a you make a, a you, lazy person's Paloma. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you could do it that way too. Um, but some darkened okay. rum, Ooh. and and some grapefruit soda. I feel like I'm in the tropical paradise of something else that is not my closet in San Antonio. <laughs> so we to this episode we're going to talk about bowl games basically from the 29th forward uh not including the cheese it bowl which we covered last time so if you're heavy into cheese it bowl information we did cover that the last episode, episode yeah yeah go to the previous episode let's start I'm doing with well, some... jordan thanks for asking oh yeah did i ask you <laughs> fine well, andrew, 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 how are you andrew? over here i'm doing fine i'm doing fine over here how about how about your Wolverines? You happy? You happy? Yeah, very happy. Way up there in Let's Little Neck, New York. Yeah, baby, come on. We made it. So, so we're Tommy so we're DeVito, talking about baby. some some bowl games here the that are Nick like Saban. the yeah. Hey, I I hear he just doesn't have the juice anymore. Uh, <laughs> I leave it to a real coach like Jimmy Harbaugh. Come on. I want to say I want to say that Clemson almost fucked this up. Clemson thirty eight, Kentucky oh, thirty five in the Gator Bowl. It's Clemson had to score twenty eight in the fourth quarter to do this. Catherine, no. yes, no, Did Clemson fucked this up. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky did up. screw this up. Yeah. Like Clemson tried to, sure, Kentucky did. I want to note real quick. So this game wound up being, as you noted, I think Jordan Clemson thirty eight, Kentucky thirty five. At the end of the third quarter, the score was Kentucky twenty one, Clemson ten. That is thirty one yep. points total out of eight. Oh no, sorry, out of seventy three, they scored between the two of them. 42 points. Am I doing that math right? That is correct. In the fourth yep. quarter. Uh, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky, it, it was a bit of an epic collapse for Kentucky, uh, barring one absolute standout, Barry and Brown, who had the game of his life, uh, rushing and receiving. He was he was fire. Can I, am I allowed to talk about gambling on this? Uh, yeah, this sure. Podcast? Why not? Listeners, I had the under in this one. So <laughs> <I think it was laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the last episode. Iowa, the Iowa under came in. Iowa got Iowa got blanked by Tennessee, and the under still came they, in. Yeah, the, Iowa is the under the under was thir- uh, 36 and a half, and it was thirty five nothing. Yeah, it still came in. Shout out Iowa for Iowa I saw under thirty five. Oh my god, it's great. Yeah, this like this was a perfect way to start this Friday because this game was just like it was it was chugging along pretty nicely, close, 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 and then the fourth quarter just went absolutely insane. It was it was it was nuts. It was great. Someone's fucking edible hit. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's like this edible ain't doing shit. And then the fourth quarter hit. Oh my god! For the for the love what, of God, this, this edible ain't shit. I'm gonna take another one. And then all of a sudden, oh, oh no! I remember at one. You guys think Dab was ever taking an edible? At one point, huh? huh? Guess think Dab was ever taking it out of oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Can you no. imagine? Hey, the only that, thing edible is edible. That he, the only thing edible that he eats is the body of Christ. The body and blood of Christ, say. yeah. And that's the Pop Tart. But uh <laughs> strawberry. I I wanna say that like watching him, watching Dabo afterwards be like, Clemson stocks on the rise, y'all. You've all y'all should have bought early. Okay, let's let's calm the fuck down there, Dabo. I think you owe Tyler and Spartanburg a big one for this one because ever since the Tyler from Spartanburg call, the Clemson season t- pivoted. That's what they needed. They needed some yokel from Spartanburg. I say yokel in a very kind way here to be like, plant. right? The, all of a sudden, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. This has Tyler to be a plan. Spartanburg was an inside job. It's like oh, it's yeah. like the dude at the Ole Miss, uh, the Ole Miss athletics department who's <laughs> who's creating stuff for the for the Penn State game. The best part Man, was Link was even worse than uh, Connor Stallions, and that's really impressive, honestly. Stephen Godfrey, our good friend, said that he he said he wants to start a company that just basically does shit like this but hides it better. And you know what? Sign me up. I've got better opsec. I wouldn't put in my old Miss Edu. Why can't we do that? I will use my Lycos email address. Uh, <laughs> it's whatever. Obscure. Google will let you make burners for free. This is not difficult. Seriously, like, let's use your God. old Miss fucking account. Come on, guys. The com- Open the my WordPress to tweet out. I thought Georgia was going to go seven and five the year that they won their second back to back national That's championship. Yep. I mean, we'll do that for you here at the committee yeah. consulting firm. Yeah, we'll do you, that for if you. you want, if you want bulletin board material, we'll make it for we you. We will we'll manufacture bulletin board shit for you. Our Russian troll farms are posting 24 hours a day. <laughs> I I do want to take a moment and not to uh, Russian troll farms, of course. We we for Clemson, <laughs> it makes sense. But I do want to just read the second half oh, like you know how they do that thing where it's like the result of the games. I don't do know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Read, read it. Read it. Okay. So this is the second half. Touchdown, Kentucky. Clemson punt. Kentucky punt. Clemson touchdown. And here's the fun part, guys. Kentucky fumble. Clemson interception. Kentucky interception. Clemson field goal. Kentucky fumble. Clemson touchdown. Kentucky touchdown. Clemson field goal. Kentucky touchdown. Clemson touchdown. Kentucky interception. End of game. (laughs) Just, Just. I was at the gym. It was. (laughs) insane and i'm just like my arms are pumping i'm like losing my mind but i'm trying to be respectful of the other people at the gym but i just was like i couldn't believe it so much was happening all at once and then i needed to get home for the sun bowl so but so much was happening what were you doing what were you doing in the gym were you like on the treadmill like losing your shit elliptical <laughs> oh there you go i'm running elliptical like what the fuck are you doing Dabo? <laughs> yeah i yeah. my my favorite my favorite was the uh the Dabo like Gatorade bath after this game. 
Uh, I'm trying to figure out it, it. Let me see if we can get the audio of this. Hold on. I want to find this real quick. While you find that, I just want to let everybody know that I went out for a late lunch with a friend from out of state and missed the fourth quarter of this game. And it was good uh, to see my friend, no. but also I have regrets. Did you, did you have the under two? <laughs> does this, does, does nine and four make this season more palatable for Clemson fans? Is that better I mean, than eight and five with a loss they, to Kentucky? No, they were it four, is probably. better than eight and five with a loss to Kentucky. Yes. There were, there, were four and, there were four and four, and then the Spartanburg call came in. Five and oh since Spartanburg, Tyler. Um, here's the thing. Uh, it says, uh, it, basically, Dabo says, I'm thankful thankful for the good Lord. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say the shit let part. Me, I just let, me get, let me get the audio. Hold Let's up. get the audio, uh, audio in he here. He got like 70 out of the way there. And then the, uh, forget, the he was four, but four, Again, four, not, not the most questionable thing that's aired on ESPN. No, definitely not. We'll, no, because we had nipples. The best part was that no one really reacted to the nipple except for us oh, for a like, moment. Everybody was like, that's fucking Bourbon Street. Like, I mean, it could be like Tuesday afternoon on Bourbon Street. and you can- Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is Dabo. For, for the good Lord. And- oh, <laughs> Can't use the language, Pastor. Do it again. I want more time. <laughs> I already closed it. Now oh, I'm done. fine. Whatever. <laughs> I do think as far as it being more palatable to Clemson fans, I think that it it certainly is more palatable than the alternative, which is not winning the bowl game. Um, yeah, right. I do still think that Clemson, I'll be curious to see what their offseason looks like um, because I don't necessarily think that they are set up in such a way that it's a guarantee that they won't be exactly where they are today this time next year. Um, but we'll cross a bit bridge when we get to it, I guess. Again, this is, this Will is Catherine, Catherine, bridge, Rubicon, same thing. This, this, is, yeah, sure. this is Catherine. She's serious. She's from the athletic. She's got, she's got like real knowledge uh, uh, compared to us. Sacred committee fans where, we're just on the outside looking in, uh, even though we may have some hot no, take. Whatever. No. Hey, you are an insider now. I, you am, were at the I went Alamo to the Alamo Bowl. Bowl. You were you were in there. You were in press row. Alamo. Oh no. Alamo Bowl. Oh, Pep talk no. for Kamish. Um, guys, I uh, I googled Clemson's schedule for this year. Um, oh, twenty twenty four. What we got? They uh, they're they, playing they, Georgia, yeah, right? Twenty four. Um, they are uh, opening versus Georgia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're playing Notre Dame, right? Um, this is only giving me non-con. Hang on. That is non-con. Notre Dame, famously independent. So independent. Yeah. Or that's conference. what they want you to think. All the Irish. Come at me. Join a conference. Jimmy clicks, clicks buttons. And this website's not loading. So they got, they got, okay. the they got Georgia. Is App State. Oh, no. Citadel. <laughs> okay. The Citadel University. Mac got his wish. Another team South Carolina. from Carolina is just playing in upstate. So they got – this is their schedule. I, again, the ACC is throwing me the fuck off already. Um, NC State, Stanford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. In Clemson. Uh, so they got Virginia. Oh, no. I want to see the tree run. The tree. Oh, the my tree God, running the tree down the hill. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stanford I'm touching your rock. rock. I'm touching your rock. He's definitely going to steal it. Definitely. Perfect. Steal it. Uh, 
Virginia, Florida, at Florida State, at Pitt, at Virginia Tech, which may be spicy unexpectedly, and then at Wake. That'll be good. So, um, yeah, that should be a fun no schedule. I can, I can see them being right back where they are, or maybe a little bit above water or below. Who knows? So then their next game was the Sun Bowl. Notre Dame 40, Oregon State 8. This was one of the most jumping Sun Bowls I've seen in a long-ass time. It was packed the fuck out. When they said they sold it out, I was like, okay, that's awesome. But they sold it out. Yeah. I have not seen the Sun Bowl that crowded in a long time. And it was, the atmosphere was great. Like, CBS went all out to get the beauty shots. They had all these like low camera angles where you could see the oh. sun over the, oh, yeah. over hand over handjob hill. It was gorgeous. Like wait, what? Oh my handjob hill. That that's the hill's name. It's the hill's yeah. name. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. so, so wait, that, wait. that was that was that was that was that was, that was like what like episode two Grish. of Basap for that, Dad? Yeah. Grish, Grish, how old are you? Uh twenty seven. Okay, so probably not aware. So there was a game where Texas went to El Paso. To play UTEP, right? Uh, yes. And then, mm-hmm. so the UTEP stadium was very, very packed. And then there, you know, the Sun Bowl is is built into the mountains, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's right drilled like right into the mountains, right on that. Basically. Yeah. So there were some UTEP fans that were sitting on the mountains, uh, and when they panned out to show the fans, uh, there was there was uh, one one lady, infamously, ah, I can't even say it right, M. I can't, I'm done. I can't even say infamously. Infamously. Jesus Christ. All right. Too much, too much dark rum. But uh, uh, giving, giving somebody uh, an HJ uh, over the shorts, uh, tug job on one of the hills. <laughs> and so, uh, yes, it, it, it became known as Handjob Hill. So, uh, yes. Wow. Uh, you can probably find that video on YouTube, which um, it may not even be <laughs> it may not even be on YouTube anymore. It may be on like no. that, right. that site. This video has New. been removed for violating YouTube's policy on nudity and sexual content. <laughs> New incognito window. Longhorns in there somewhere. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. So anyways, it's beautiful. It's like this great stadium. Great scene. Uh, this is the second It's the, this bowl game was started the same year as the sugar and the orange. And that it does not get caught in the same breath as them is a crime because this is one of the oldest ones. It is one of the great ones. I think there's a version of the video that's on YouTube. Still. There you go. It's yep, there. I just found it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, it, I've... Is, it is called digging for gold on the mountainside. <laughs> yep. The Alamo bowl is a majestic bowl. There are mountains. It is beautiful. Wait, wait, not the Alamo Bowl. The Sun Sun Bowl. bowl. Oh, oh, hell, the Sun Bowl. (laughs) Alamo. The best part is that they struggle there with the telestrator. It should be treated with more reverence than it is. Especially, you know, and, and, and I just think that, like, when we think about what bowls used to be, right? Because that has been such a conversation. I don't know what they used to be. Because, frankly, like... Leonard Fournette opted out when I was in college. And like, even before that point in time, I think that the Bulls were like, they were not what they were in their heyday, right? Right. But you think about the Bull as sort of like an escape, a vacation, like going to a new locale. The city of El Paso is beautiful. It has so much culture. It has so much history. 
And it is just in this unbelievable setting. And you can absolutely imagine why, like, it is the it is one of the best locations for a bowl game. Like, I love the Sugar Bowl. I, you know, I love New Orleans as a city, up to a point. Um, but when I think about, like, where would I want to go, being outside, looking at this, like, crazy vista around you and watching... You know, Notre Dame, not to be a, a nerd about it, but like Notre Dame is a classic football yeah, absolutely. team. Like it fits for them to be there. It felt like watching that game, like, oh man, this is such a, a like almost a fun throwback in a way. Um and, and it was a you know, if you're a Notre Dame fan, it was a rip roaring game. Uh, if you're an Oregon State fan or really just kind of a fan of like the plucky pack two, it, it really sucked because that wasn't the Oregon State that we saw a year, Mm-mm. and they they were just kind of like crushed. Oregon State I, was a shell of themselves. They they lost their coach, they lost their OC, um, their their head coach is quarterback. They, they lost a quarterback. They lost. I mean, well, they lost two quarterbacks. Like, oh, yes, they, that's right. I mean, they lost like the yeah. the prized quarterback transferred where the new coach went to Michigan State. Uh, then they they had. Um, Gil Branson, which was their their backup uh, QB, uh, I think in 2022. So, like, this was not an ideal finish for um, Oregon State, uh, but we, we salute the Beavers because, I mean, really, uh, they probably had the best score graphic of of all year. Really, it, it was like Notre Dame uh, too much. Yeah, yeah, like Oregon State. Uh, not enough not so much not so much i think what it was was just it was amazing um and it was 40 to 8 and 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 notre dame was 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 pretty it was kind of close uh at halftime was 14 nothing like oregon state couldn't get anything uh going whatsoever but you know really um I, i i salute them for scoring and and they really tried uh, a good bit, but Notre Dame was just the better team on the day. Uh, Marcus Freeman got the Frosted Flake bag dumped on him. I feel like they needed to put more. It was like maybe like one family size box. Yeah, like yeah. You needed, he, he, you needed he, more. I need like when they and, dumped it on McElwain. Milk. When they dumped that on McElwain like two or three years ago, when Jim McElwain of Central Michigan went to the Sun Bowl in, in like 2021, that was like an epic like sugar rainbow of of that and it just feels like there was like they didn't put enough cereal in the Gatorade container i'm like let let's go to Costco let let's go to Sam's Club wherever you go and let's get like the giant containers and like five or six of them and let's 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 go more frosted flakes um all over the coach and and throw some milk in there why the hell not yeah, because one thing that was notable, in fact, was that after the bath, it was fun because there it was Frosted Flakes dust and the, like, remaining sugar just kind of coated Marcus Freeman. And um, that was a fun, just, like, picture. That was a fun picture. But I agree. It could have been more. And I do think that adding milk would make a lot of sense because it, it just... After all, we are trying to give the effect of a quote-unquote bath. Yeah. A liquid is helpful in this scenario. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I think I think add milk. And it can be skim milk. You know, you can cheap out if you want to. But 
uh, add in a liquid. I mean, they did have the the coolest touchdown. Um, you know, they got a touchdown, and then they just ran like a three hundred seventy two pound lineman for yep. a two point conversion. Just, Even though you just, lost forty to eight, you, you scored like the coolest two point conversion you could possibly. Be and that was and that was that was Bolagami. That that was uh, Bolagami. That's right. Later that day, we had, or at the same time, actually, we had the Liberty Bowl, Memphis 36, Iowa State 26. Memphis gets the win as the, I, I think they were the away team. They were team. the away team. And okay, so, so ESPN has it listed wrong. Um, but Memphis was the away team, I believe, yeah, they in were. their own home stadium, which I love. I love I love having to go play your bowl game. We're actually working on something where we're trying I, to figure I'm out. I'm almost done with it, honestly, on the Are subset. Okay. I, I'm working okay. on figuring out the home field bowl game records and who has played the most bowl games in in their oh, own i was gonna guess hawaii and hawaii bowl. i would oh hawaii, hawaii and hawaii but but it depends if you count all the hawaii bowls as one bowl because they've been very clear that they are all individual con jobs and not the same <laughs> so you know right, again right, right. there uh, there are caveats they have to be active bowls what i'm counting so in order to to count them, so they are. What did you say? Uh, who said New Mexico? I said New Mexico. In the New Mexico Bowl, you you feel like yeah, they they okay. they've been there several times. So, so not as much as Hawaii, not as much as Hawaii. So basically, what what I'm doing on the Substack, which this is kind of like an ad read right now on the Substack, I am doing this. I'll probably have it out Thursday, oh. I would think, uh, maybe Friday at the latest. But I am going through the home field bowl games, which is basically a team that plays a bowl game on their home field. So they are in the bowl game that takes place. I was going to say UCLA at the Rose Bowl, but no, they don't play in the Rose Bowl ever. No. (laughs) Oh, Commission's giving me a look. Maybe I'm wrong. There there may be a caveat thrown there. But so keep in mind, it's got to be their home stadium. Uh, It could be their, it's got to be their home stadium at the time of the bowl game. So there's Not a bunch of caveats. Uh, there are two schools that are tied for the top of this. Ooh, two. Okay. And it's weird. I was trying to figure out if there's a home field advantage in this situation. Mm-hmm. But there's there doesn't appear to be too much of one, which is strange, which is great. Okay. Uh, the Memphis thing here in their home field bowl game, which I'll give you the, the caveat for Memphis. If you listen to this and you read the Substack, I'm sorry to spoil this for you. But Memphis has done this twice in the Liberty Bowl, where they, okay. they've had a home Liberty Bowl. And guess who they played in the Liberty Bowl? Both the times. Iowa State again? It's Iowa, Iowa State. State. Iowa State, both wow. freaking times. Both That's times. Weird. So uh, weird. it's weird that they hosted themselves and they were like okay iowa state is the other team so that's happened twice and that happened this game uh for this one which uh there was one iowa state fan anytime iowa state did something great it was the sight line it was just the as i think pit girl noted the uh the judd nelson fist from yeah you know uh, the breakfast, breakfast club, club. Yeah. don't you forget about me the Arkansas Hat Memorial guy. The Arkansas Hat from last it, year's. People were just like, "That's horrible camera. The camera's got to do better." I'm like, "No, this is the Liberty Bowl. This is their sidelines. It's all Liberty Bowl." Okay, if I all- if I ever visit the Liberty Bowl, like my hands are going to be waving like I'm. Oh uh, yeah. Some- Inflatable in front of a car dealer. What's the signs that like put post-it notes on the back of your hands? What what was that? Was it goldenpalace.com? All the streakers did that for a while. Put that on the back of your shirt. 
So every time you stand up, it's like it's advertising your Vin. No, your Venmo. Put your Venmo. Put out QR codes uh-huh. with the Discord on them or something. Like put your, your put up. your Venmo on the back of your hat or whatever. I'm, a, I'm imagining a QR code tattoo, like just yeah. right on the back of your hand. Perfect. That sounds very painful. And then on this day, guys, we had this big ass break, and then everyone was like, "It's Cotton Bowl time." Yeah, let's do this thing. Oh, and then. We got to watch World War One reenact. Hold, hold on, hold on. We didn't even mention that Memphis won the Liberty Bowl. I said that. I said okay, that. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you know, but I, I want to talk about Mizzou Ohio State. You do it. Talk about <laughs> Mizzou Ohio State. Let's let's talk about this, it. Is this game? Let's talk all about it. Turned into turned into trench warfare. Ohio State gets a field goal in the first quarter, and then nothing for a while. Hey. Everything just stops. Look, this is this is oh, my so favorite. Welcome to Verdun. To, no, oh, no. Yeah. This is, this as is, as yeah, as is. the sickle committee commission, this is my favorite type of game. You have like big brand names. You have yeah. Ohio State, Missouri, big brand name in a New Year's Six bowl game. SEC Power, Mizzou. SEC, SEC, SEC Power, Power Mizzou. Mizzou. They won the SEC East like twice. So don't don't give them that. That's right. So you have these giant New Year's Six Bowl games, and there's like big fanfare. Let's let's watch this. It's the Cotton Bowl. It's in Jerry World. Hey, we just we just had a Cotton Bowl where teams scored a thousand points last That's year. Right. Surely I mean, last we'll year, get the same kind surely, of Cotton Bowl. It's going to no, be the we, same. Clearly, thing. we used the whole points allocation last year. The, yeah, the best we, thing. We, we, well, no, we actually, ran. because. What's the same year. It's the same year. This is the same year. No, this is allocation got spent. This is this is this is my favorite type of of sickos game, where it's the unexpected sickos game, where it just becomes one, and we get tagged to ever live in hell. That oh my god, this is a sickos game. Oh my god, the Cotton Bowl. It is such a sickos game. It is three nothing at halftime. Uh, I mean, like Ohio State's Every, on like everyone their... starts pulling out the, pulling out the numbers. Ohio State ended up going two for fifteen on third downs, guys. It is it is like nightmare game. It is, oh my god! And like I, there was things that that could have happened. Like we wanted to see Mevis try like a sixty-five yard field goal before halftime, but then Mizzou fucked it up, and, <laughs> and they got a delay <laughs> game. It was just like, was come on, best. man. They should have let him take it from 70. I, I really... They should have. Should have. Fuck it. Come on, if, drink. If if Ohio State doesn't score that field goal, it's an immaculate half. It is. That was, that was the only half. thing that stopped the Cotton Bowl from being an immaculate half, which is basically a half with nothing but punts on every single drive. Uh, no fumbles, no, fumbles no, interceptions. no interceptions. It's just nothing. No downs. But punts. It's just punts. Just punts. So I was I was off. Um, I was off during this game, but the athletic does sort of like a discussion tab during the game, right? Um, as kind of like an alternative to Twitter, like it, it's fun as long as people don't get crazy. Uh, we were just talking hockey. We yeah. were talking about hockey scores. We were checking in on various hockey games. We were like. What? How many NHL games are actually outscoring this game, which was very enjoyable. Um, and shout out to the Ohio State people because they were really great sports. They were really great sports about it. 
Um, I, it was interesting because Missouri has had such a fantastic year. And of course, shout out to Cody Schrader. Yeah. One of the best stories of the season. Um, former walk-on. Former walk-on. Not just a walk-on, but like a walk-on who then like went uh, D2, crushed it, not only as a running back, but as a linebacker, went into the transfer portal and just like had like no offers. Like no one was reaching out to him. No one like whatever. And so he just went to Mizzou as a walk-on to like, try and earn a scholarship and then he turned into the sec's leading rusher and like just had an amazing year and like it it was such a delight to watch and it was just it was really fun to watch missouri because what is fun about these bowl games still is whenever you're watching a team reach something this is actually like a big deal and that still happens because college football ebbs and flows and like for example virginia tech Virginia Tech was so excited about their bowl game. Yeah. Missouri was so excited about their bowl game. We're going to talk about Ole Miss. They were excited oh, for their first like, ever 11 win season. Arizona? Arizona in the Alamo Bowl? Arizona! Oh, my God. Killed in the I pouring mean, rain at the military bowl. They were so excited about that bowl. Are you kidding me? Like, Arizona. Yeah. I, I, oh, my God. I would love to see a Mizzou Arizona game like next week. Oh, that'd be so Give me Mizzou Arizona right now. I would love to see both of them. Because, I mean, great uniform matchup to begin with. Oh, yes. Per- perfect. Like, I mean, you know, the the black block M of Mizzou, which they had to do that for uh, against Ohio State, which was beautiful. Just by the way, giving so, Ohio like, State giving Ohio State nightmares. Shit, which is, like, and then they tweeted the meme. But that block M. Yeah. <laughs> but but in that same night, oh my God. Michigan basketball loses the bye game to Mercer. No, no. McNeese. No, McNeese, which is another no, M. Will Wade rides again, everybody. Shout, shout out to Lake Charles and McNeese. God. I've been to McNeese like so many different times in Lake Charles, which is uh God, there was a there was like a horrible motel called the Inn on the Bayou that we stayed oh, in boy. for oh, like God. um and it was like it, I, seriously, it was an inn right on the freaking bayou. Uh, and it was just, oh, I don't even know if it's still there. But it's off of, like, Interstate 210 in Lake Charles, and it's it's really close to McNeese. But we went there for, like, ULM uh, for, like, intramural. We won, like, the ULM yeah. intramural championships, like, two years in a row. We had to go to, like, McNeese two years in a row. It was, it was gross. It was, like, 30, and it was rainy, and... It was like a flag football championship, whatever. But it was a mess. Uh, but shout out to McNeese for beating Michigan. That was that was beautiful. I, I don't know how Jawan Howard's doing. How is he doing out there in Michigan, Grish? Uh, still employed. I, I, yeah. I thought he got in a fight All with somebody. Sometimes. Yeah, there was a whole thing with the trainer. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, was, it was not good. It's not, not going no, well. not going well. Uh, can I say one more thing about Missouri fight. to yeah. redeem yeah. myself? Back to Mizzou. <laughs> um, the, the best thing about it, I think Catherine was appealing to this, but it's guys from Missouri, like Luther Burton stayed. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback, uh, he really wanted to be in Missouri. All he wanted to do was be a Missouri Tiger. What's his name? Brady Cook. Brady Cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and 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 the oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, like, he had the great last little year, like, last year, like red spot. That was fun. they were losing to Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl, and I think it was Luther Burton. It was like fourth and like Gasparilla. thirty something, and he caught the pass, and his knee was down. But he gave his entire body on like a fourth and 25 or something like that. 
And and it was like a only gain of like five yards because his knee was down when he caught it. And he wanted to stay and be a part of the Mizzou thing. To see them do that this year was fantastic for Mizzou, which, I mean, that's something that we, like, at the committee, it's it's kind of like we're, like, proud parents, I would say. Yeah. Like, we see a team that is a Sickos team that is a team that's just like, okay, they keep messing up, they're very inconsistent, or they turn the ball over a lot. Uh, they they just they just can't get anything, uh, you know, correct. Or like their coach is on the hot seat, but somehow he survives. Uh, or their coach is a great quote where he mentions Star Wars stuff and he trolls Dan Mullen. Uh, but you know, there's certain things that you know Coach Drink does and Mizzou does to see them like bump up like that. This is kind of what the committee's like creed is is like we're showing yeah. you the great stories like that and mizzou in arizona same level like they came from like like really really low spots and they just they bumped up this year and and this is what i i'm i'm so happy for mizzou to win this game uh i know ohio state was not at full power i know they had to use like like a four string qb i think Fourth string third, freshman, yeah. um, whatever. Third string, third. whatever. Freshman, but yeah, but third, third string. Not to. This is so not to like be like, oh, no. you know that that's not a problem. That is a huge problem. But at the end of the day, like it, it doesn't take anything away from what Missouri no. accomplished because the fact of the matter is that each of those receivers who was still playing, even though Marvin Harrison wasn't, was either a five star or probably a top one hundred four star recruit. Yeah. Um, yes. And, like, the fact is that even then, you're talking about guys like Chris Abrams-Drain, who is one of the most underrated but best cornerbacks in the SEC and probably in the country. Um, it was it was an ugly game. I had a lot of fun. It felt like an old-school, oh, like, defense. Because the defense of Ohio State's defense, Missouri, not exactly chumps when it comes to offense, no. by the way. No. Right. Like, no, in no. Ohio State's defensive line, my goodness, just harassing Brady Cook. It was very fun after the game. You saw Brady Cook and Jack Sawyer, like, have a moment, and Brady Cook is yeah, clearly nice. telling Jack Sawyer, like, man, you were really getting after me. Yeah, it was, it was really great. But, um, yeah, that shout out to nice. Mizzou. Great job. And they're, they're getting, I think, the number five overall player is from Missouri, uh, David Inwaniri, who is an edge who's going to be really great for them. So, Drink's got something going there, you know? Drink, Drink has got some got something brewing in, in Columbia, Missouri. It, I mean, really, I, I love, I love these games where, I, again, like I, I said it previously, like where you get a game that you don't expect it to be a sickos game, and, and then all of a sudden we you. get we get tagged into it, and we're like, hey, we're here, we're here, we're gonna upgrade it. From I don't know if we had it that advisory or watch yeah. or we're gonna bump it up to a warning because it's three nothing at halftime and nobody can't nobody you know just can't stop punting and Mizzou didn't even score a touchdown until the fourth quarter so it's still three nothing after three quarters which was ridiculous and then I mean it was so sickos that we had Ohio State fans wanting to fight us in our mentions. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they Ohio State fans were not nearly as nearly as chipper about it. That's just a typical Friday. Night. Oh my That's just god! Typical Friday night. Like there was one. It, it, there, I, I don't know who it. tweeted that says like it, it was just like a, a a gif of somebody like doing the chef kiss 
It's like searching the Ryan Day trending topic, and it was like like that. And then like some Ohio State fan was like, "Whatever you want to fight, want to fight? Wait, where you at, sickos? Let's go." You mean to tell <laughs> me that the Ohio State fans were mad online? Imagine that. I never. No, I cannot believe it, but it's it's just fun, and it's like it was kind of innocent, and it was just there was like three replies from the same person. It's just like, hey, let's go. You want to mad, man? You want to fight, sickos? You want to fight? Let's go. Let's go, sickos. Meet me in Temecula. But but honestly, on the Ryan Day thing, uh, what are we doing? And they're not going after a transfer quarterback. Uh, Devin Brown seems decent. Don't you have like? Don't you have like Will Howard from Kansas State? There's there's a chance that is he not coming? Is Eric? Unclear. Will, Will Howard is oh, really no. the last. We lost Catherine. We'll get her back. We lost Catherine. We lost Come back, Catherine. Catherine. And her uh, actual knowledge. But yeah, the rumor is Will Howard. Ohio State is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're going to be. I know no one weeps for Ohio State. Yeah, so. R- Ryan Day is actually a pretty good coach, guys. I mean, if if you fire him, then you have, like, what are you going to get? Right. Like, is it going to be. Beating, you know, winning those two games you need your one game a year more you need better. Like who do not you're really going to hire like Dan Lanning you, if you're gonna fire you Ryan. Get it, like, like, right. Do not become Scarlet and Gray Auburn, guys. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> oh god. You don't want, oh, a, god. You don't want a lady situation on your hands. You really I do don't. think it is interesting in that my first thought when the question is, well, who do you replace Ryan Day is is Jim Knowles. Uh, the defensive coordinator who has been fantastic. He was also a really great defensive coordinator for Oklahoma State. Yep. Um, went from OSU to OSU. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. I think that for me, the question isn't whether Ryan Day would be fired from Ohio State. The question is whether Ryan Day leaves yeah. leaves and goes to the NFL, a place where he doesn't have to recruit, a place where uh, personnel decisions aren't made by him. He just takes the players that are given to him and then he executes um the offense he would want to execute holy um, crap wait fucking ryan day san diego chargers everybody's given harbaugh chargers i can kind of see ryan day san diego supercharger uh also i'm gonna say fuck jim Knowles. uh he coached at cornell for about five years and i watched <laughs> that team absolutely torch our guys they weren't even very good but we they always had our number for some reason. So fuck <laughs> fuck Jim Knowles, just to say that. God, that's a Dartmouth I mean, hate. That... Yes. God, I love this shit. We love Ivy League rage. He went to he went to Cornell. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> old man that, Ezra. Man. Old man Ezra had a farm. Yeah, yeah. No one knows mm. the old man Ezra song. No, but I do. I do want to say, Jordan, that uh, our our wide receivers coach, who was our co offensive coordinator for the um, the bowl that we're going to talk about later, the Rely Quest formerly Outback Bowl. Uh, Cortez Hankton started his coaching career at Dartmouth, and that is always like a really like a sign of oh, this guy is like a really sharp mind. Not because oh, yeah. of Ivy League, but because obviously y'all had such a great coach, y'all had a really good like kind of incubator yeah. uh, kind of process for really great coaches. Um, yeah, so that, shout that, out Dartmouth, yeah. That, that coaching tree is very strong. The buddy TV, like, yeah, and to hell with Cornell real. apparently. Yeah, and no fuck Cornell. Cornell, the look, most hateable Ivy League school. Look, apparently. look, okay, look, look. Not to get too elitist here, but they take an awful lot of people. I'm just saying. I'm just, there's like ten thousand. There's like ten thousand people LSU. there. Look, look, like look. Ten thousand people. At Cornell. I'm gonna say Come Andy on. from the office sucks. I know. Uh, also, Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Uh, 
Acapella way better. Jordan's just hampering on the fact that they have a SUNY part of Cornell. He's like, oh, public. Yeah, get right. See? Technically, the vet school is public. I know. Get like, it out of my get, sight. Get the fuck out of here. Their, their motto isn't even in fucking Latin, okay? Damn. Their motto is in God forbid English. someone can understand it. Their motto is in English. God. What the fuck? What the hell? Okay, what we, so. What are we some... here to do? What are we here to do? <laughs> Educate the public? Speaking Next of elite. Fine, Speaking yeah. of the <laughs> institutions of higher learning, Mississippi. So, Old so Miss. This is, so this is funny because 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 this is on the thirtieth, and they have to put the New Year's Six Bowls on ESPN. Look, so look, the look hold on, goes hold on. on ESPN. So December thirtieth, we got we got three really important bir- birthdays, right? We got Tiger Woods, yeah, okay. LeBron James, and the yeah, Commission's yeah. father. There we go. That's oh. right. December thirtieth. Shout out. So they have they've got to put this game, they've got to put the Music City Bowl on ABC. <laughs> so the world got to watch Maryland Palindrome Auburn 3113. My god. Thank you, Terry. Please get this motherfucker fired already. God, I know. Where, where is the Palindrome because, by Maryland? Did we get, after the game, what did he retire. say? After the game, what did he say? He said it wasn't even telling I wasn't I wasn't that involved in the plan the offensive planning. It wasn't very good. I was too busy recruiting. I'm, I'm Hugh Freeze. I'm not busy planning for bowl games. I'm busy recruiting. Hugh, you know that Hugh Freeze are legal for everybody now, right? And like, that is the problem. Getting dominated by Gus Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So, but sometimes but, I but wish Peter. I could just get all the Auburn boosters in the ro- in a room and yell at them for a while. It wouldn't accomplish That's anything, but it would make me feel better. I don't like that con. That all the Auburn boosters in a room doesn't sound fun. No, Tim. If Tim cooks there, at least it might be entertaining. But I Tim think Apple that fix this. Tim yeah, Apple fix this. I, I just. But that that to me is the problem with the Hugh Freeze hire, and I'm sure it's been covered many a time, many a place, whatever. It has driven me absolutely bonkers that there is a segment of sort of like not to say the college football media, like whatever, but it is that. Like, just kind of accepted at face value. Well, Hugh Freeze has been great in the SEC. Hugh, Hugh Freeze has a sub-500 record. I'd have to check and see if it, like... It, no, yeah. Like, he he was not a great coach in the SEC, even when he did have those benefits. This was a retread hire. Oh, and by the way, his offensive schemes, which were at the time, like, sort of cutting edge at least... Everyone's already caught up. Everyone's progressed beyond him. They lost to New Mexico State, the same team he lost to the year before at Liberty. Um, I'm like, sorry. Hold on. We... Hold on. Let's go a year before that. Oh. Uh, Hugh Freeze okay. lost to ULM as a 32-point favorite. Let's, hey. not, let's yeah. not forget that. Let's not forget that. And then so, he lost to New Mexico yeah. State, blown the fuck out. And then he lost again, blown the fuck out by New Mexico State. Two years in a row. Shout out to Jerry the Aggies. Kill owns Hugh Freeze. Which, let's just talk about this too. By the way, we were just talking about Ohio State and their quarterback situation. Peyton Thorne's coming back. Like what? That's a what? That's not a threat. Um, anyway, Auburn got their their butts kicked by Maryland, and good for them. And it was a Maryland without Talia Tagovailoa. And yes, like, that's the, that's the best part. September yeah. Maryland is scary as shit. December Maryland scary as I shit. I mean, seriously. Uh, like, Maryland... Uh, Mar- I think I posted the gif of, like, the old Looney Tunes where the, the turtle had the rockets yep. in its back. <laughs> and, and then it was 21 nothing. 
I was like, what the fuck, Marilyn? Thank you so much. I'm glad um, look, I'm glad Marilyn did this shit because they got to we got to bevel the Marilyn flag again. Which I love. I mean, it's just beautiful. And we got the bevel fear of the turtle. Um the the turf. Uh, I, I, oh not not Testudo. No. Yeah, Testudo uh, got beveled the fuck. That's my mortal enemy. That's uh, my mortal I am, enemy. I, I'm gonna list seven teams, and if you know the answer to this, don't say it. But I'm gonna list seven teams. I want you to tell me what they have in common. This is Western Kentucky, Air Force, Georgia, Fresno State, Maryland, Minnesota, and Texas Tech. I'll say them again. Western Kentucky, Air Force, Georgia, Fresno State, Maryland. Minnesota, Texas Tech. Right? No clue. No, I, I know, but I'm not. Every one of these teams has won their last three bowl games. <laughs> wow. It's a great list. Isn't that? This is oh, Western, Western, Western Kentucky put this out today, and it is a great list because December, Minnesota, and December, Maryland, they're going to perform. Who knew? I like I like how yeah. Maryland Mar- is. Is Maryland like a weird hibernator? Like they just get off to a yeah. good start, and there's like fuck it, October, November, whatever, December. We're They're back. The most seven and five team on the planet. Yeah, it's like so, like NC State is your classic, always like eight and four, nine and four team. Maryland is the automatic seven and five Big Ten team that wins yes. their bowl games, yes. like going away, and it makes you have hope for next year. And then they go five and zero oh in September, and you're like, is it going to be different? No. At least they don't have to play Michigan. Their flag, their flag rocks, though. I love the Maryland flag. It, it, it kicks ass. So then let's, working on a theory that Maryland is Big Ten Kentucky. I can see okay. it. You know, it's funny. They're, like, they're, they're never going to fire Mike Locksley. No, no, no. He's got a good they're, thing. Big Ten Kentucky and Maryland, there is a, a Bear Bryant connection there. So mm. if you go back to the 1950s, there is a connection between Maryland and Kentucky. So do we talk about what Ole Miss did to Penn State? Oh, God, please. Please. Let's do Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss just liked to run all over them. That was great. Ole Miss looked like Jackson Ole Miss, Dart. once again, looks like a lot of fun. And then Jackson Dart kind of went off. He went off. And the best part was, as soon as this game was over, what does Lane Kiffin do? Lane Kiffin's taking pictures in the Bahamas. He's done. He's and, not in this country for the playoffs. Well, b- I don't besides be here. taking picture of his, his 38 to 25 wife and or whatever or is it is it a girlfriend fiance i have no idea i think they're married now okay wife, sure. yeah whatever yeah. but like lane kiffin wife guy lane kiffin wife guy taking tiktoks in the bahamas uh with his daughter that is i i don't she, i don't what, know i can't judge i can't even judge i can't even i don't know like like college football coaches are a completely different breed a different animal, and it's just, I can't, I can't, like, it's your life, whatever. Uh, but, like, it is just, like, Penn State, they had a lot of opt-outs, I'll give you that. There's, there's always there's a lot of opt-outs or whatever. But, but I mean, they had their offense. Not on offense. It's not on offense. Not on offense. They, did, they, couldn't, they couldn't throw it deep. Which that was that was like that they was the did, thing. and then that one lady was like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh, but <laughs> that was the best thing I've seen. Picked all off, but he got picked Horrible. off. I was uh, I wa- I was watching pit basketball lose to Syracuse, and then I took a nap through the second half of this game, and so Sorry. the only thing I saw 
was the Ole Miss guy dunking after he got a turnover, which, excuse you, that's Pitt's bit, but I appreciate the Penn State backboard and that gif. And that gif is an all-timer. That's all you needed to see. It's about all you needed Uh, to see. Both teams Oh, I was going to say, I have two points real quick. So first of all, shout out to my guy, Justin Williams uh, of The Athletic, who interviewed the woman during the game and yes, had got the story down there. posted. Yes. And had the story posted before the game even ended. I was amazed. Wow. I was astounded. It was incredible. But point number two, not only did Penn State lose to Ole Miss generally, they specifically lost to the two Cadens of Ole Miss, Caden Prescorn, uh, the tight end who had a phenomenal game, um, and Caden Davis, the kicker. Uh, those two players combined for 27 points, um, which also <laughs> outscored Penn State. Uh, and that was just something that I Beautiful. found delightful. Uh, That's a great stuff. Both teams had over 500 yards. Like, this was just, if you like yards, just woo, doing it. Uh, and we, I know we mentioned it earlier, but like, it was the Ole Miss person that was actually specifically tweeting at, about the Ole Miss tight end. Yeah. And like, a, we are like Penn state fake account that was just created and the Penn state people figured this out so fast. They were so they're like, this is some bullshit because Lane Kiffin is tweeting this, this account was just created. And Lane after the game was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I realized it was a, a the uh, staffer said it was fake and I retweeted it. Um, and he goes, what? You're like, wasn't it fucking funny? Wasn't yep. it, funny? <laughs> it was great. It was just like, I feel like, I don't know if it worked or whatever, but it was just, it was ridiculous. Um, shout out for the girl, Ole Miss. I, I really, the girl, I really think Russian, Russian troll farm is what we need to expand into. I just trying I to just explain yeah. the mental image of us like training and onboarding Russian trolls okay. and Everybody? trying to explain the lore that they need to know right. to troll effectively. Russian troll farms. Let's talk about Kenny Pickett. And being the Steelers quarterback, and being uh, a Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, along with a Pitt fandom, let's let's. Oh my let's, God! Let's go. Speaking of fucking Russian troll know, farms, Jesus! Just, I know. I wanted to go over there for you, Pitt girl. Like I, I know she's just done right now. I am. I am begging ninety three seven the fan to get off Twitter and stop, <laughs> like rage baiting. Like just all of you. Stop. It's get off Twitter. It's weird just, because just, like just stay on the radio where you belong. On Twitter, if you get a blue check now and you rage bait and get a bunch of interactions, you get paid for it. Right, that's the problem. Which is the problem. No, no. P- Pittsburgh professional sports media has been like this for years. Well, yeah, of course. So now they're getting paid for it on, on top of that. Uh but like they like Kenny doesn't want to be a backup quarterback. No, it's just it's ridiculous. Um um, shout out to Alex McDaniel and Bucky Perkins, uh, yes. big fans. Uh, shout out to Bucky Perkins, the Saints fan from Shreveport, having to sit and watch his beloved Ole Miss Rebels with his butt in a, a Falcon seat in the Mercedes-Benz Falcons butthole dome. Uh, but whatever. It does look like a butthole. It does. Yes, it does. Really That's right. It's an open butthole when they, it's, you know. The and the butthole yeah. is open. Yes. And the butthole is open. That is correct. As opposed to a closed uh, I'm not going right. to before we go on before we go into our next game, I want to plug, plug our Patreon. You want to plug the butthole. With you plug the butthole. For $5, you can plug the butthole. $5 a month, you can plug it up. 
Oh boy. My dad listens to this podcast. Oh my god. There we go. Hello, Pit Girl's dad. Hey, Pit Girl's dad. Take some Imodium AD. Yes. For five dollars a month, you can join us in our Discord where we talk about things like this and also talk about what it would be like to if Jim to watch Jim Harbaugh eat a peanut butter sandwich and discuss how gross that might be. And he whether would totally he totally drink that shit with milk, wouldn't he? Of course. But like yeah, the oh, thing yeah. is, I think that I think that he we decided that he eats smooth peanut butter because crunchy would involve too much chew, extra chewing. And I assume that he eats food like people just consume nutrients like a vacuum. Oh, I I think he'd want the grit. Oh, wants a little grit. Oh, good point. He wants to work at his yeah. food. Yeah. I was gonna say if if chicken is is a, well, I mean, I, I now he's moved past chicken. He as walked. He walked back to chicken. I know. No, right. he, 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 he wouldn't be afraid food. of peanut butter. That's true. Crunchy peanut butter, so, you know, builds jaw muscles. So join us, join us for five dollars a month, and you can talk about these things with us. It's great. Oh, go to our merch store at sickoscommittee.org. Soon we will have a ladies is sicko shirt as well. Ladies is sicko. If, if you are ladies, if you are is a, if you is a ladies sicko. I mean, at, eventually we're gonna link the ULM mention sticker to like yeah. a ULM NIL program. So buy some there of that go. too. Uh, once we, link we also that. have our message board. Gen- we also listen to message board geniuses podcast. They've been having a great couple of days. Go to YouTube, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Substack. And as always, if you love the comfiest, softest collegiate apparel, that's officially licensed, like my two lane hoodie that I basically live in now. Look, I got, go a, I, got a, I got a Wayne state, Wayne state, Wayne there we state go. shirt hey. on right now. I like the drop shadow on the screen. It is it's fucking, good. it is hey. awesome. I would love the bevel this Wayne state. Shout out Detroit. Shout out the Pistons. Shout out to the so, Pistons for ending out, that losing shout streak. Shout out Wingstop. Shout out Wingstop. If, if shout it out is everybody. your first order, if it's your first order for the home field, use offer code yes, ha ha, yes. That's three ha's for 15% off your first order. <laughs> 15. Really good enunciation, yeah. Jordan. 15. Okay, so there, the Orange Bowl happened, and we can just draw a little chalk outline across, around Florida State. Here lies Florida State. Yeah. So, so, here, so these two things can be true. That Florida State got their asses handed to them in this game, and they still probably deserve to be in the college football playoff. Yes. Well, and and that this was not a reflection on what they would have looked like in the college football playoff. Again, notably, they were playing Brock Glenn, who was their third string quarterback because Tate Rodemaker had decided to enter the transfer portal. When you are thinking about Florida State in a hypothetical college football playoff, you have to imagine a Florida State, first of all, with everybody on defense. With their offensive line. Their offensive offensive line, yeah. Yes. And specifically think about a Tate Rodemaker who might not be great, but who would have had a month of reps with Keon Coleman, yeah. Johnny Wilson, Jaheim Bell, some of the best receivers in the country to build up a rapport and to get better and to just learn the playbook better over the course of a month. It's a lot of time and you can make a substantial improvement over the course of that period of time. And we have seen that in the playoff in a bunch of different scenarios. And so a- agreed and apologies for cutting in on you, Jordan, but yes, just to specify no, I mean, Florida state. There, there were a lot of smooth brains out there that were yeah. just I, I, like, yeah. and, and, and some of it was, some of it was disingenuous and not in good mean, faith. And I get that. And I didn't, I didn't like no. interact with any of it because, because it's useless. It's it, but, as a committee. It was just like, we're at the point where like, we're not going to tweet about it. No, we're not going to do it. What, what am I going to add to this? What do you want to add to this discourse? We're not, we're not, we're not built for that. We're not, this is not our purpose. Uh, our purpose is to bring catharsis and it's just like, no, uh, our purpose is to celebrate the the fun stuff 
I mean, what catharsis could we possibly bring to Florida nothing. State? It's during just like these, they're, these no, hours? they were already done when they got left out of the playoff. So anything yeah. that happened after that, it doesn't matter to them. They're done. Uh, Katie got to go to the Pop Tarts Bowl, and that's why I got her credentialed to uh, to ease her pain from missing the playoff as a Florida State fan. So I mean, really, really in this situation, like whatever happened in this game. I, I, I would treat this game like Georgia almost like SoCon Saturday. Really, honestly. I, I so would pick do girl that. as pick girl as an ACC fan, how do you feel about this? So I am I was and I still am sympathetic to Florida State's players and its fans who are not insane online like Katie for getting objectively screwed out of the playoff. Um, I am not sympathetic to Florida State, the university, for immediately being like, you know whose fault this is? The ACC. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And I am also particularly unsympathetic to the insane Florida Florida State fans, sorry, Florida fans, who started showing up in my mentions after I voiced a variant of this opinion on Twitter before this game even happened. No Twitter. Log off. Touch grass. Touch grass. Do yep. something other than talk about the Knolls. Please. Possible. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep keep private equity out of college football, number one. Yes. God, don't. Um, uh, also, keep the, like, Saudi investment fund or whatever out of college football, Yeah, we, please. Yeah. No, 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 no Qatari money, please. And number three, and I'm just going to say this real quick. We have a Michigan fan here. Um, I read the briefing and the filings that were made on behalf of Jim Harbaugh and the University <laughs> of Michigan uh, in state court in Michigan. And then I also had to read, obviously, months later, the Florida State filings. Um that were filed in the state court of Florida, in Florida state court. Um, Glad our legal scholar is here. This is good. Oh, I lie. It's actually federal district court. But anyway, the point is the briefings are so bad in comparison to the Michigan ones. They're not that. nearly as well crafted. Uh, Neither of them had. Spelling errors? Yeah, but there were some in the Michigan. I can point you to the Michigan ones oh, okay. too. That is not there the, that is not something we have to talk about, but um, neither had very like sound arguments in my opinion, but the Michigan one was certainly better crafted. Billable Just hours. The final shot something. across the bow. Billable hours. I would like to take one moment also, because I think we forgot to talk about this when it happened. Can we take a second to talk about the fact that the ACC keeps the grant of rights in the Ark of the Covenant in North Carolina? You have to go like request permission to access. You have to get, you have to get the, uh, the card catalog for the Ark. There's no PDF. That's not as uncommon as, as it might yeah, sound. Yeah, I was going to say microfiche. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not as uncommon as it might sound. There, There's a, there's a chunk of, of different kinds of companies, both private and public, that have you know spe- specific permissions um, that have to be made in order for you to actually view uh, certain of their documents, non-public filings, obviously, um, and records. And I had a couple of friends back in the day in a previous life who spent some time, like basically two weeks of the year, just camped out in a certain company's like basement where they would have to look at these specific things <laughs> oh, in order to prepare uh, annual filings. Um, but it is funny. It always sounds funny. And That's so I, I get that. 
I, I just like it because it seems like a movie setup. Like, I'm wondering, like, what's the ventilation like to this, mm-hmm. wherever the ACC grant of rights is? We're going to steal I, the grant of rights. Well, I can't come up with a movie plot where the ACC grant of rights would be interesting, like, even as a MacGuffin. But I'm sure that, you know. It's there. We got to workshop it. The map. It's the yeah. map on the back of the grant of rights that you that's get right. by using lemon juice and a that's, hairdryer. That's and the real tobacco you. roadmap. Yes. Yeah. There and you that's go. That's when you realized it was Dallas over the law. Uh-huh. You had to add that's SMU. why they had to add SMU. It was in the prophecies. Not that Dallas. Not that SMU is in Dallas, but that's a different podcast. Close enough. God, yeah, don't don't get me started on that. Close enough. <laughs> we saw, uh, we saw it together. Close enough. We saw it together if if you didn't like. Georgia 63, Florida State 3, then you really got to switch over to the the CW because you got to watch Wyoming 16, Toledo 15, an absolute banger of a goddamn game, including the safety. And the Wyoming and Toledo radio feeds made this game great. If you listen to the CW feed, I'm sorry. Yeah, I made the mistake of flipping this game on without immediately muting it. And one of the teams was like way backed up on its own one. And the uh, CEO of the furniture company was running his mouth about how he thinks it's really stupid when teams QB sneak in that situation. And I immediately muted the TV. Because like, dude, do you you even watch ball? What? The Wyoming and Toledo radio calls. The Wyoming Toledo radio calls were great. Listen to those the entire time. Oh my god, the Wyoming call was was phenomenal. The Wyoming call all season has been great. Dude, by the, the way. Wyoming Wyoming radio, like of the Cowboys, is I want to meet them because they're awesome. Like I want to shake their hand because they they rock. I, I don't know if it's just like where they are in in like the country, but they paint. A fantastic picture. It is. They're they're they are, some of the best at painting a very vivid. They like they that. can, they can describe so much through the radio. Like you can get, you can get a sense of the world of what they're looking at. And I I don't know what it is. Like Laramie, if you got the mountains behind you, you got the Memorial Stadium there, but the the Wyoming radio call is. It is so good. Like they have, I don't even know if they got like access to an online thesaurus, whatever they got, they are phenomenal. And just them to paint this picture for like Craig Bowles last game as the Wyoming coach. Um, I have a really, 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 really big soft spot for Wyoming. I don't know what it is, but I own like a Wyoming hoodie, like three Wyoming t-shirts from home field. The, the hoodies from Homefield also. Uh, but, like, I own so much Wyoming stuff. I, I almost went to the Wyoming game. My plan was to go to the, the Laramie game, Colorado State, on Friday, drive back to Denver, and then fly to Chicago and catch the Iowa-Northwestern game. Um, that was my plan for this year. Uh, unfortunately, I have uh, a small baby, and that did not happen. But – this game was was fantastic. This game t- came down to like Andrew Peasley, uh, one last drive, one last you know score for for their coach retiring. Uh, shout out to Craig Bowl wearing a black robe before the game. I mean, I love that. I love the Rockets too. I love Toledo. Like 
they two of my favorite teams. This I year mean, seriously, like it was it was pretty much like the perfect. I mean, this, this bowl was amazing. It's in Arizona. It's it, it's it's very very big stadium, and then they're they're kind of. I mean, Wyoming's kind of close, I guess, mountain time Ish. zone wise. But like Toledo to go all the way out to like Phoenix or Tucson uh, is is a is a bit of a journey. But it, it's a great matchup, Mac Mountain West. Um, typically, you see that in the um, you know Potato Bowl. Potato yeah, Bowl, right? It's yeah, typically that's your matchup. But it, it, the radio calls of these games were were amazing, and the only reason that I really really listened to the radio call uh, was because I'm I'm walking my like ten month old baby in a stroller, and I got like the headphones in, like just walking around. A commission that's nine hundred miles, by the way, between Laramie and Chase Field. How many hours? Uh, fifteen. That ain't shit for Wyoming folks. True. Like that's nothing. Like, I mean, really, Wyoming folks. Like fifteen, San Antonio to like Denver is like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's nothing for Laramie. But, folks. Then, but then you, but but you get good weed going in that direction. I mean, you're not you're not going away from good weed. He's right. I mean, yeah. I'm just here. You know? I'm I'm here to provide information. That's right. Um, legalize it. Catherine, do you want to emotionally get through that Rely Quest Bowl? Oh boy! Oh, okay, Catherine, you won. Uh, so let's talk about. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Go Tigers. Unless you won. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Shout out! Go shout out, Jerry Donato. I I yeah, shout out Jerry Donato. Um, I I want to just set the scene because I know that LSU. Like, I'll be honest. We're in rarefied air, and I get that. But I do want y'all to remember, if you can, 2020 and 2021. Oh, and yeah. we went five, and we went 500, which is good for some. It has, it didn't feel good. Um, I thought that the worst defense that I would ever see at LSU uh, was the 2021 defense. No, <laughs> in fact, it can get worse. It yeah. can, Not and it did. Oh, pit pit girl tried to tell me, and I was like, "No, I think that it's just a bad start." But you know, we'll get no that that didn't work. Madhouse, um, there are some real problems on defense, and Wisconsin of all people, uh, took advantage. Um, and I say that not to be uh, rude to Wisconsin. Um, I think that Wisconsin fans would admit that uh, offensively, uh, it was an. The cure for any offense is the LSU defense. LSU went down by 14 points twice in the game um, and miraculously came back. Uh, Garrett Nussmeyer, toot toot, Nussbus, um, yes, uh, did very well, particularly in the second half, which makes sense as, of course, it was his first career start at LSU. Um, and I thought he performed admirably. He is a Louisiana guy himself. Um, and I remember it was one of the hurricanes. Lake Charles had terrible luck because they had back to back a major hurricane hit them and he had just committed and he was driving to LSU for a game and wound up loading up a trailer full of supplies to drop off in Lake Charles. Um, and that was a really nice thing. And it's really good that he stuck around and 
had that game and will have next season. Malik Neighbors passed up Josh Reed for the LSU all-time receiving record. Uh, Josh Reed is from Rain, Louisiana, small town in the 337 Acadiana area. Uh, Malik Neighbors is from Youngsville outside of Lafayette. Um, so that record stayed within the state of Louisiana and within the 337, which is also my area code. Um, the defense is very bad, but the offense was quite good. Um, and God, the defense is going to have to be better next year. Y'all, I don't know what else to say. Also shout out to, uh, Wisconsin. They had this really fabulous slot receiver that it was really fun to watch. Yes, I think his last name was Kikawa Kakua or something. Um, Tresh Kakua. Yeah. Um, he was really great. Tanner Mordecai had oh, a hell of a game. Mordecai was and having some SMU some flashbacks. Reason, seriously, like yes, uh, it, yeah. it's like he had that SMU like come out. I don't know if it was the LSU defense or whatever, but uh, probably. <laughs> but seriously, I I love I love my six year old. It's on. It's it's basically New Year's Day. He has the Franklin like LSU helmet on and you know, like the, the plastic helmet and he's it's 14, nothing. And then like, he was hyped at the beginning of the game and it's 14, nothing after the first quarter. And like, he's immediately sitting on the couch. (laughs) My six year old was resigned. Uh, But then he saw the two touchdowns and it's 14, 14 and he gets excited. But then like immediately right after it's tied, Wisconsin was like right down the field. It's twenty one fourteen halftime. So my my six year old was going through some shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my six year old going through no, some shit. Been there seriously. So I mean, <laughs> just, just in the first half, he was going through some shit. Seriously, my six year old. Right, like I have to deal with him being a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Like he is a Joe Burrow fan. Like, look, you got a Bengals shirt on, right? He has a Bengals, he has a Bengals like T-shirt or whatever. It's weird because it's like Joe Burrow, and he's like, it. it we're watching the Chiefs and the Bengals, and he's just like, he's like, Mom, leave me alone. Joe Burrow's out for the year. He has a wrist injury, and I'm like, he's six. What the hell? Man. What the hell, Marino? No, but like. <laughs> Your son is wonderful. He's a huge fan. Huge fan of Joe Barrow, LSU. He loves Tulane too. But uh he he's a big he's a big fan. And he's I mean, really when LSU took the lead with like three minutes left, he wasn't too excited. Because he thought there was too much time left. No, my six year old knew. My six year old's like, there's there's like three minutes (laughs) left. There's like there's like there's I was like, how about he was like, how much time is left? I was like, I was like three minutes and like eight seconds or whatever after the score. And it's just like, okay. And then he gets on the couch, still having the Franklin helmet on. He's holding like an LSU, like national championship mini football from like 2003. Which I, I bought this like one when they won with Saban in 2003. So I still have this one. Um, and so he's watching this one, and then uh, I think LSU wins it on defense. Yes, <laughs> like back three back. straight three. Oh, is it back to back to back sacks? I'm sorry. 
I think I think it was if it wasn't it was pretty close to that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was um just for the first time all season our our interior defensive line finally broke through and and just crushed it. Um What do you want? Makai Wingo. Yeah, Makai Wingo wears number 18, which is a, a pretty significant number for um LSU. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he went out, he declared for the draft today and just went out in style, two sacks. Um, Mason Smith has been injured for most of the year and he came back and played very well, um, on those three plays in particular. Um, and it felt miraculous in a way that the defense actually kind of won us. No, 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 no. They, they didn't win. No, that's not. Yeah, they finally, they finally, yeah, they, they, they made stopped. a stop. They made a stop to win the Relay Quest. They couldn't Bowl. do that against Ole Miss. They so could not that, do that against Ole Miss. Yeah. That is correct. They could not do no, that against uh, no. any other teams, really. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm happy for the Nussbus. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that the Nussbus got a win. Um, which was great. Jade Daniels on the sideline, uh, thrilled for there. That was great. It was, it was, it was a good, look, being an LSU fan besides 2019, you're going to have a heart attack watching those games. Yep. And, oh, yes, and, and there is never any, anything easy. I mean, oh. you remember the oh. Les Miles era of 2007? You, no, there is nothing easy like 2019 was was a total anomaly crazy it was nuts yeah it was it was insane so to have lsu i thought wisconsin was gonna run away with it after the first quarter i was like this is the bowl game where everybody's on one team and then the other team just shows up and just blows the other team the crap out but uh yeah no uh the quest bowl and and lsu won uh the blooming onion right Wait no. Uh, yeah, no. We would have. We would have. We're done with this. Onion. How dare it? never made sense. It. It still doesn't. Um, it should have been the coconut shrimp. I, it doesn't matter. SEC should have got a coconut yeah. shrimp. Yeah, because we have shrimp. We and, love shrimp. Frankly, the. Yeah, but I, as a final point, I will say I was surprised because outside of personnel, there's not a ton you can take away from bowl games as we've discussed. Right. Luke Fickle's timidity in several spots in the game. LSU's defense as a butter, any offense as a hot knife. If it's fourth and two, fourth and four, you should go for it. And there were several times when I was just like, I, I think that if Luke Fickle just had had a bit more um a bit more confidence in his offense and then then I think Wisconsin does run away with it. Um they played a, a good game. They just it it just Wound up going LSU's way. Um, yeah, looking forward to next season. Go Tigers! I mean, Luke Fickle really like he did not embrace the Bobby Boucher uh, method of coaching with Dan Fouts from the Water Boy. Last game of the year, can't hold nothing back now. He did not embrace it, and then it, it kind of bit him. It kind of bit him. The only thing I'm gonna say about the Fiesta Bowl is that I have donated forty five dollars to the Trevor Project, and everyone else should do the same if they are. I I wanted Oregon to score more. I am I am happy to donate that money because I wanted Oregon to yep, score more. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
it it were it was fine. Morgan, I more. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even give this thing any more oxygen. Kylo Ren more dot more, JPEG. more. I and then let's do it. And then we get to our semifinal games. This is not really our like jam because in all honesty, these games were very good for the most part. And I feel like there's some th- a couple things to talk about, but not a ton. The special teams was not. Okay, okay so, so let's talk about the Rose Bowl first. Let's talk about that the Rose Bowl. Bowl. The, special, the special teams were super, were, were super interesting. Hey, hold on. Because- Can I do something here? I, I, I want to do a little bit of, of... Y'all need to calm the fuck down about every fucking bowl game in the playoff at the Rose Bowl. Chill the fuck out. Seriously. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. Like, don't give me that shit. The Orange Bowl has just, you know, fantastic sunset. You can start it early, whatever. The Sugar Bowl has phenomenal things. Like, in the Superdome, there's some crazy shit happening. But you're, you're falling in love with this weird-ass, like, sunset in Pasadena, like, over the Rose Bowl, in your dramatizing this shit, like, Hollywood. Calm the fuck down. All right, it's this year's sunset wasn't no, even that good. Uh, seriously, there was a cloud in the sky. There was. I uh, Pasadena is the the only place where the sun sets. I, it, so I mean, seriously, like I mean, if you really want to do it, like fucking have a sunset over Independence Bowl instead of having it at like, fucking nine p.m. <laughs> I mean, seriously, don't give me that shit. You're you're playing the Alamo Bowl at like fucking at, like like fucking like nine p.m. like Eastern like. Like, throw the Alamo Bowl. Like, there's four pillars to shine the sun off of in in San Antonio. This is some... Look, I love the Rose Bowl, the majesty. I love the colors on the sidelines. I love all this shit. The parade commission. The parade. parade. It's sponsored by Honda. I like the parade. It's sponsored by Honda. They're dancing in front of a Honda fucking CRV. All right, I don't give a shit. Yeah, hey, hold on, let me do Honda yeah. CRV. Let's let's pop, lock, and drop it <laughs> in front of a fucking Honda Civic SI. Wow, Who gives a shit? Commission's losing his shit. I am now. no. Here's, don't give me that shit. Here, here's what I will say. I think, <laughs> I think that it is lovely that there is a tradition that so many people care about. I think that's wonderful. I think that where a point of frustration comes in for me personally, and this is my personal opinion, and it is not forced upon any anybody else, um, but I don't have a deep emotional connection to the Rose Bowl. And so if you are assuming that everybody in the country has a deep emotional connection to the Rose Bowl, then I'm sorry, but like, it's just not the case. And I think it's wonderful that so many people do, and I think that's great. I don't. And so if somebody's going to say that the national championship should be at the Rose Bowl every year, well, that's awfully inconvenient. Um, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. And frankly, I, I kind of agree with the whole like, chill out thing. Not that, not that you can't enjoy it, but don't force it on me. I don't need that in my life. I'm okay. I'm happy as I am. And I don't need the Rose Bowl to be a magical oasis. Dude, I'm of joy yeah, and rainbows. There's a lot of hate on UCLA football. Right I say, UCLA, yeah, you can buy UCLA season tickets UCLA and go. I went, I went to a game. It was nice. It's it was nice. really it's, nice. Uh, it's great. Lost, it's a, it's it a fantastic nice. time. Like, I don't need to have my bowl game with an Instagram filter. Yeah. 
Like that. You know what? Yeah, that's right. The Rose Bowl. That's the social media talking. That's, all right. that's it. And I will not be I don't, I am not. I'm done. Like, we got the Louisiana here. Like, I mean, no, I'm done. The The Orange Bowl is no. just as majestic. I, I will give you that shit. Like, Miami, the Orange Bowl, like, you can get a fucking phenomenal sunset or in Miami. You can get one in New Orleans. Um, uh, sorry, Jerry World, you can't do it because you never opened the roof. Nah, no. nah. But whatever. I don't give a shit. The scoreboard's in the really way. So, you can get a, a, a word in defense of the shout out, Shout out to Shreveport. You can get a sunset there, too. And I am not I'm not a Rose Bowl honk, right? I grew up in what is now Big Ten country, but I am not myself, nor have I ever been a Big Ten fan. However, Yet. it wait, is... Wait for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, Penn State's never going to let that happen. Uh you can hold your breath. I'd rather have Pitt than Penn State, to be honest. You are you you are a man that's, of culture. That's what Texas um, Texas A and M said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, there is something sure. to be said for the fact that the Rose Bowl is now the only major only major bowl game that is played in an actual college sports venue. The Dolphin Stadium does not count, and there is. I, I appreciate the tradition and history of the Rose Bowl and the unique venue in the same way that I appreciate Fenway Park, right? It is not perfect. It is not modern, but it is something that remains of what this sport once was. And as annoying as the Rose Bowl committee and the Tournament of Roses and the city of Pasadena have been about like, well, we only play on January 1st. And we're only going to kick off at 5 p.m. Eastern. So then you have to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. That's a work night to watch the Sugar Bowl. And as like as awful and annoying as that is for us as fans of the sport, I think there are still things that are good and cool and important about the Rose Bowl. And I would like to go to one someday. So. I'm I'm not again. I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about the Rose Bowl like overall general. I'm talking about the people that are saying that the championship should only be at the Rose Bowl, they can go to hell. That would be terrible. They can go That's to hell. like saying the Olympics should only go to be hell. in Greece. They can go to hell. Yeah. There's there's other and cities that can I, host that. Uh, if you want to just do it over a sunset, whatever, no, go to hell. Go ahead, Arthur. So I Googled sunniest cities in the U.S. I figured that that would be like the cities with the most sun would probably have the most sunsets. And apparently the sunniest city in the U.S. is phoenix arizona um but you know the the stadium what is it called now state farm stadium i think as chris berman called it the big toaster yeah yeah so that that has a a roof right so that's not good for the sunset so i think they should they should play for the maximal sunset they should play it at sun devil stadium it even Perfect. has sun right in the name. It does. It has the name. That's you gotta and, and if you start the game like a little bit before sunset, you're probably good in terms of heat. So yeah. I think that Sun Devil Stadium should host the national championship. Look, I'm I'm gonna give you some stuff about the Rose Bowl. It feels like the team that was going into the sun in the first quarter was at a disadvantage. So, so that was the interesting thing is that yeah. it felt like a lot of the biscues were having trouble because of the sun. That's right. Because they were trying to pick up punts Take going that. into the sun. Take that shit, Michigan, Rose Bowl. Michigan had a ton of those uh, tons of problems with the special teams. This came. Michigan to- also threw a pick 
that ended up coming back on the first, uh, seriously, play, first, play, first, first player game. Game. Let's not forget oh that. Oh my god, what it, kind of that luck was, that was. I mean, but Oh, I was just going to say, Caleb Downs has been one of the best freshmen in college football. Um, he is, when, when we say elite, it has become overused. Caleb Downs yeah, is stud. elite in a way that, like, it, it's just incredible. Um, an incredibly lucky break, and it would be so interesting because the thing about Michigan in this game is that there were so many mistakes made, frankly, on both sides, but Michigan certainly, it felt like they were just shooting themselves in the foot. And, you know, I hate to not to not to play into stereotypes here, but there was some real grit and determination to fight through those mistakes and just keep pushing forward. Um, and I thought that was really impressive in terms of just the mental stability and focus, especially compared to last year when famously uh, JJ McCarthy threw three pick sixes. Was it? They didn't not make mistakes. It was not a clean game, obviously, but they recovered from those mistakes in a much better way. It it was such a well-called game by both the coordinators. Yes. The the third quarter was a bit of a, was a bit of a mess, but Sharon Moore, most of the play calling was exceptional. And the defensive game plan to limit the deep pass, allow Bama to get those three, four-yard runs, and then kind of not spy but bring these exotic pressures, it was just mm-hmm. just, just amazing. Those guys are both going to be head coaches in like two years. Yeah, I mean, early, maybe sooner, but yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Owen Marsh probably be a head coach next year, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll you know, Jim Harbaugh is going to wind up at the Bears, right? Chicago no, Bears. I don't think the Bears are going to keep Eberfluss. Uh, what XFL team will hire Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh, Atlanta Falcons coach. Jim Harbaugh, uh, Nick Saban replacement. Wait, no, I can't. I cannot. I cannot do it. No, wait, 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 wait. Jim Harbaugh, Saban replacement. No mad. Lane Kiffin, Michigan head coach. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. I my sale. favorite hy- hypothetical is still that time that we talked about Lane Kiffin to Penn State. He would hate State College so much. God, Lane Kiffin would hate Penn State so much. Which teams did I say should Coach Slob in an episode? Was it a I have no idea. Jimbo what, and what, Brian what, Kelly? Uh, Brian Kelly? <laughs> Brian Kelly at Texas A&M. Oh, my God. Brian Kelly and Jimbo? <laughs> yeah. Um, I But, yeah, so – Jalen Milrow, here's here's something that, that did kind of get me going into the game, right? Jalen Milrow, after the Auburn game, and not to be disrespectful to him, there was a lot of people who were like, oh my gosh, Jalen Milrow might be one of the best quarterbacks in the country, whatever. He had, I think, a 65 or 67% completion rating or percentage in the Auburn game. And 4th and 31 was a great play. Best year. Um, fourth and 31 was a great play, but the reason that they were in a fourth and 31 situation was because of major mental mistakes that Jalen Milrow had made. And I think that Grish was completely correct. It was the exotic pressures. Milrow didn't where the pressure was going to come from. It deeply affected his ability to make reads and Tommy Reese did not adjust effectively at all. Um, it wasn't until really or, or maybe the, the second center, half that he started. Uh, or maybe the center just couldn't snap the damn ball straight to Jalen. Both um, things could I be mean, true. Seriously, like I, there's a thing where 
I feel like Alabama center used to be like maybe like a tackle and they had to plug him in at center. But that wasn't the case, right? Nope. Right? Right, Catherine? No. It, yeah, no. He, he's he been playing center. I think this is at least his second season playing center for yeah. Alabama. Um, so, like, and, there's – you would yeah. think they would work those kinks out. But in that game, it's still not there. Right, Pit Girl? I have a theory. And my theory is this. There must always be a flaw in the Death Star, right? And for the longest time, it was that Bama couldn't kick. That, you know, Bama kickers it was, mean, was mean, right? Their kicker, very good now, so it has to be something else. The fatal flaw. We have identified the something else. The fatal yeah, flaw this is, this, in the Death Star. This is the exhaust port. The, the in exhaust the port Star. is the, the shitty snapper on offense. Well, and generally the offensive line and for then, really the past... Oh, sorry. Maybe it actually is Tommy Reese. Next game. And then, of course, we have the other game for the evening, the Sugar Bowl, which started so damn late. The Sugar Dome. And it was funny because I was very nervous going into this, and Pit Girl sends me a message going, I forget you're a Texas fan sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I hide it pretty well. Uh, really, only the Oklahoma game is usually the game that makes me really crazy. But... I this game also maybe crazy going into it. I will admit that I had an absolute blast this game. Like I had like fun, fun. This was a great game. It was just pew 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 all the time. Which what more do you want? I I was the first half was just a banger. Washington pulls away in the third quarter, and then Texas just. I was willing to go to sleep. I was like, I'm done. It's great. It's fine. Good fight. It's done. But Texas comes back, and then y'all. Something magical happened. One more second. The minute they go, put one more second back on the clock. I was like, it's done. Texas wins this. This is this is our game. This is it. And then they don't. And you know what? I am okay with this. Michael Penix Jr. is an absolute madman. The windows he was throwing into, like, like no one else could have caught those. Like, like, no one else could have thrown those. It was never going to happen to anyone else. And you know what? To get beat by that? Cool. We got smoked by a, a, a generational talent. Cool. Yeah. It happens. Michael Penix is wild because the more I watch him throw, the less I understand any of it. Yep. Jordan, I have to ask you. Hi, this is Beth. I'm also on this podcast. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, um, Beth. I have. I've just been very quiet up till now. Um, <laughs> oh, you're Ryan Floyd. Beth Excellent. Floyd. <laughs> I have to ask: Were Pit Girl and I good or bad for your emotional health during this game? It was great. I was having a blast with y'all because every like something good would happen. It'd be like happy mooing, and then bad something sad mooing. And yes, it was great. I was ex- y'all were like helping me roll through this. It was fun. I, I think we were trying. I was trying. I, I won't speak for Pit Girl. Yeah, I was having fun. It was great. I was trying I, to be. I was trying to both be supportive and have a good time with it. Yes, you absolutely yes. were. And 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 honestly, like that. It's been a long time since Texas has played a game like this, where they played pretty much all out and still lost. It did not lose it for any dumb reasons. Lost it just because it was a hard game. And you know mm. what? 
that feels pretty good. Don't don't say um, a fucking word. No, shut the fuck up. Mm, this is my eulogy. Yeah, Catherine, you're happy to say mm, I don't want okay. I don't want grumpy I do pants think, over here. Okay. I think that Steve Sarkeesian got in his head a little bit. That is true. I think that's fair to say. I think that there was just a lack of connection between for a lot of the game, Quinn Ewers and the Texas receivers. Uh, Washington was playing really good coverage. I think the biggest mistake that Steve Sarkeesian made isn't one that's obvious. Well, it's obvious in hindsight, but he just stopped running the ball um, by and large, and that was really effective. And um, I think that I understand you're behind and Washington can score so quickly um, that maybe that was the mindset. But if you're averaging 7.1 yards per rush attempt in the first half, then you really don't you shouldn't get away from that. I, it's just that simple. Um, on that note, though, he wasn't the only one who got a little stir crazy because the reason Texas got back into it was because obviously there was mismanagement. But Washington got too cute. They got um, they got so damn cute. They got really run the cute. damn ball. Well, run the no. damn ball. Well, no, but that's the thing. That's, that's not part Washington's. of the problem. Don't run the damn ball. That's not Washington's. The best thing that you scared. have. No, the best thing you have is a trio of wide receivers who are incredible and a running back who is very good at catching the football. It, it is one of those teams where it's, it'll, it is a lot like 2019 LSU. And I think if people are insulted by that, then they need to grow the hell up. It is a lot like 2019 LSU. A short pass is the equivalent of a That's run. Right. Yeah. There were at least three sequences, one in the first quarter, two in the second or first half, one in, two in the second half where they ran Dylan Johnson straight up the middle three times and it ended drives. Um, that happened three times. The last of those times was the most like, what the heck is happening? Because obviously that was when they were trying to run the clock out and Dylan Johnson almost, well, he got hurt, but it seems like he's going to be okay. Um, but that had happened several times. Know what you are good at. And if the other team can't stop it, just keep going to what you're it. good at. And that is what happened. Washington got away from that and allowed Texas an opportunity to come I'm back. The other thing. thing that's bonkers about that real quick is just that running up the middle against that Texas DL. It was so, yeah, it was so, not, it's not, so fucking stupid. It. It's such a bad idea. No. Okay. So I'm going to give you this right here, right? Washington takes a lead in the third quarter. They dominate the ever living shit out of the third quarter. Third quarter was a mess. The third yeah. quarter was a mess, right? The only play that Texas ran on offense was a run for seven yards, like Catherine said, but they fumbled and they lost the ball. So Washington took advantage, but Texas was able to hold them to a field goal to make it 34-21. If Texas does not hold them there to a field goal, it's 38-21. That's basically all bets off. The game is pretty much over. Texas hanging on to that thread there. It's 34-21, right? Texas turns the ball over again. That that one about okay, did me. Right? It's still 34-21. But then Washington tries this bullshit flea flicker double reverse yes, pass. I'm so glad. Let me, so let glad me snap it between out. my legs, behind the head, and Harlem Globe try to shit. Too cute. Right? I love trick plays. That, that was, was 
that was just like I I figured Washington was gonna go for the kill via style points. They wanted the Mortal Kombat fatality. They wanted all the <laughs> they wanted Liu Kang kicking you in the face, throwing fireballs. Yeah, but it's, and it's shit like that. But then you. but then so you fuck up the fatality and you just go over and punch. You fu- yeah, basically what happened there. Texas got fucking angry, angry. after yes. that point. Yeah. And that led Texas to fight back. But the only problem is like Texas could not hold them enough. And then it was 37 to 28, right? Nine point mm-hmm. game. But when when Texas scored the touchdown, it was 34 27, right? Something like that. Right? No, 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 because it, it no, no, it was 34 21. Texas scored a touchdown, so 34 27. Right? Sark did not go for two, mm-hmm. did not go for two, did that not was... go for two, didn't go for two, didn't do it, didn't do it. Kamish, did he go he for did two? Not. Um, kind of drop a deuce, he did not drop a deuce on you. On uh, Bourbon Street, which I've actually seen somebody drop a deuce on Bourbon Street. Yeah, that besides is the movies either. uh that they showed and the lady <laughs> with the unicorn stroller. As I think the I've seen passed, that too. I thought I, I think I blocked it. They, out. Maybe it was it was fresh this, this, in in August. So it, was, it was disgusting. It was but, it was twenty eight. <laughs> it was no. It was twenty eight thirty four after the touchdown. So so again, Did, it's thirty four twenty seven. He goes for two. And he gets it, right? If he goes for two and he gets it, it's 34-29. So he prevents the field goal from making it a two-possession game. Yes. Right? You don't have to fight with this weird two-point conversion thing. Now, let me not get to the injury shit that happened where the clock stopped running. Yeah. That was weird. As, that was like like... I thought when they would set the ball again, the clock would stop running. But no, as soon as he I got mean, hurt, that was it. I was just like, what? Why yeah. didn't the clock stop running another 25 seconds? Well, but isn't that, I mean, that's how it always works, right? That's why you, you'll get late in games of somebody collapsing and people will boo, but you have to have the injury timeout because if somebody can't get off the field, they can't get off the field. Right. Um, it it just in this instance in this instance the funny thing is that the team that had the ball wanted the clock to run right. typically it's sort of the other way where a team is driving down the field they have momentum yeah. and the other team wants to disrupt that momentum yeah so um, that that was that was yeah, weird was, i thought for sure that the clock would run I, I i tweeted that they maybe need to revisit this rule which is mm-hmm. kind of yeah, I, I don't think. But then, because then, what are you giving? Are you giving the coach the option, like, "Hey, coach, do you want to do the twenty-five second runoff?" With like, I, I just don't know if that necessarily. I, again, that's well, a, no. A I mean, actually, I guess that could work in that situation because if you take an injury, and I remember being mad about the NFL version of this rule um, during a Steelers game in which Kenny Pickett was playing, because if there's an in the NFL, I think it's within two minutes of the half. If you go down with an injury, it takes a timeout away. Right. In college, that rule also exists, but it's under one minute. I don't see a real reason why that couldn't be 
timeout or X amount of, or like or so it would have been a, it's it's timeout or X yeah. amount of there was time like runoff, a ten second right? runoff mm-hmm. that Texas declined to take. In instead right. of so Washington could have killed like forty seconds of the clock, but since the the stop of the clock happened, the play clock was dropped to twenty five. So you lost fifteen seconds. And so there still would have been like 20 seconds, 22 seconds left before they had to punt. Um, so I, I don't know about the rule there. I am not um, a person that can figure things like that out. I am the commission of the Sickos Committee, but I am not necessarily. You mean in Section 3, Article 5 of the NCAA rules as I'm presently right. reading good, them? Those good. rules? Yes, there Beth. That is correct, Beth. You got okay. that. That is the Mountaineer math. Well, Woo. I said that was I. I'm I'm very happy with the way it went. It was a good game. Glad to I'm teach gl- googling at WC. I'm glad that I'm glad that everything sort of I don't know everything worked out nicely. Are you ready for Are you ready for the off season of Arch Manning, Jordan? That's something you have to look forward to. Oh, I'm I'm super excited oh, about boy. that. Hey, you have to let hey, Arch Manning look, play in New Orleans I'll because Marge, he's from hey, New Orleans. You gotta let him. Play. You gotta do it. It's like, in the Napoleonic like, Code. The girl was losing her. That shit. is now my most like. Seriously. <laughs> I, I looked at your tweet, Pit Girl, and it was like 1.2 thousand likes. And I thought that it was just did fucking number. Oh my god! I was, I I quote tweeted it, and I was like, I got like 15 likes, and then I looked at your tweet, and it was just 1,200. Yeah, it was doing like me having breakfast at Tudor's Biscuit World uh-huh. math. That's I, from my personal account. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I that's yeah. Yeah, I'm, dear I'm ESPN. If I my understand. personal account did a number like that, I would delete it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> people are watching me now. Yeah, I understand that Quinn Ewers was potentially concussed. Possibly, he that's did bang right. his head possibly, pretty hard. Possibly concussed. He did. Yes, he did bang his head very hard. That is a reason why our training should be warming up. There is. No reason, not even if you, not even if you guy in my mentions are Nick Saban and you think you need to put the other guy in and, you know, just shake things up because sometimes it works. There's no reason to put an untested freshman who has never started a game in a playoff game just to see what happens. I don't care what his fucking name is. I don't care who his fucking daddy is. And I don't care that he's from New Orleans. Listen, there's a certain magic to the Crescent City that I just, I don't think you understand it. Hey, hey, Arch Manning is from Uptown and it's about to go down. <laughs> if if you're from uh, yes, New Orleans, Newman. you understand we're, we're that. All the, we're all the really hard, hard people in New Orleans yeah, that's right. uh-huh. go to school. That's right. Newman. Isidore Newman. Oh, God. Les oh. temps or something. Les say lay show boobies on Bourbon Street today. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Never, we we have I, lost I the fucking this. Here. Go. Yeah, no. This it, has a hundred and two thousand views. Whoa. Don't don't go to Bourbon Street. If you go to New Orleans, go to Magazine. Go to the Garden District. Have have some self respect. Get some good alcohol. Don't drink those sugar yeah, bombs. Yeah, my my assumption is Bourbon Street is like Times Square. Is that is that? No. Yeah, it is. Look, look, like Bourbon Street. If, if you want to see some boobies, I'm just gonna say that. You can go to Bourbon Street <laughs> at like three in the afternoon. I used to do what Times Square was. For I, I'm just saying, you can go to Bourbon Street at like three in the afternoon on a Tuesday, and you're gonna see somebody flashing for some beads, which that's fine. You see the lady uh, pushing her her baby in a stroller, a unicorn stroller, while somebody's flashing for beads at like nine thirty p.m. 
uh, Central Standard Time on Bourbon Street. That that is a common occurrence. Uh, that is that is something that, that happens all that the time was, in New that Orleans. Was pre-recorded tape. Look, that someone missed. Someone missed the boobies. Um, which again, hire the sickos committee. We know what's going on in New Orleans at pretty much uh, almost all the time, and we can warn you for this. Also, we can tell you that the GMC Sierra has 15% off MSRP. Uh, it, it definitely with wait. all the, the commercials right now. Uh, wait, wait, Jordan, are you saying that that was B roll? That was B roll, dude. Booby roll. That was it was booby roll. roll. That was not live. It was it was okay. B cup roll. We have we need to stop this because I'm fired. <laughs> it's like twelve forty one on the East Coast. Oh, damn, we're here. It's only yeah. the second night in a row that yeah. I've stayed up until one yeah. a.m. Yeah. So everyone, we're not going to preview the title game. Uh, Michigan's going to play Washington, uh, and uh, Michigan, also Montana. We have a 30. whole other podcast before the next before the title game, anyway. Uh, it's not, not really. FCS title game. Well, it's look, Montana versus South Dakota look, State. Oh, I'll be at that one. I'll be there hey, too. Should, the single most sickos thing that we can do yep. is preview a game where our preview is going to come out after the game has occurred. Perfect. That's very perfect. Us. Catherine, thank you for joining us. Andrew, thank you for joining us. Beth, glad you made Thanks, it. Hey, girl. Bye, Arthur. I love you. Kamish, go get some sleep. Everyone, go now. You can't tell me what to do. That's right. We got them boobies.